Jesus. My name is Philip Thomas, pastor of Journey here in Elgin, Texas. We're so glad that you've chosen to join us today. I, I wanted to kind of continue on a thought that we started last week. We started, we talked last week about resting, resting in Christ. And, you know, and I think that is such an important concept that we often overlook is the importance of rest, not only physical rest, but spiritual rest as well. Um, you know, most people probably don't get enough physical sleep, um, and whenever that happens, we don't function the way that, that we should function. We certainly have uh, challenges that, that that brings, I mean, that's a, a, a medical uh, background um, in research that goes into showing the importance of sleep. I know every time uh, the kids are going to be having tests, and during that time of year, we get all kinds of information of how to prepare, and one of the main things that you see is how important it is that they get a full eight hours of sleep or ten hours of sleep or whatever it is. Um, rest is very important physically, but it's also important spiritually and emotionally. Um, if, if we don't have rest, um, eventually the weight of the world is going to take its toll. And, you know, it, this isn't something that you can um, explain completely. There's kind of an, an aspect of it the, that you feel it. Like, I can't really explain to you what it means for the weight of the world to weigh you down. Um, but whenever I'm experiencing it, I sure can uh, <laughs> attest to the reality of it. Um, you know, whenever we don't get rest and whenever we, uh, you know, start to be overwhelmed by the world, um, it can put us in a very difficult place. It can lead to depression. It can lead to frustration. It leads to the lack of hope. Um, it, it keeps us from being able to really experience the blessings that God has for us. And, and so it's so important for us to find rest. Last week we talked about the verse in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 uh, through 30, where Jesus says this. He says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, I love that verse, as we talked about last week, this, this idea of finding rest for our souls, that, that innermost place that we can be secure in our faith, be secure in the fact that, that God is with us, that he is present with us. But there's a key aspect to this that I want to kind of unpack today. Um, because in order for us to find rest, we have to have a proper understanding of of where Jesus is with us. You know, and, and what I mean by that is I think many times we kind of view Jesus as the boss, right? That that he is he is the one in charge. He is the one sending us out. Um, he uh, commands us to go and we are to follow. And, and we kind of have this um, hierarchical view of Jesus, that, that he is so much above us, which is true, right? He's the creator. Um, he is m much more powerful. He's perfect. He's holier than us. So, yes, there clearly is a difference. Um, but what that tends to do is we start viewing God or Jesus as kind of our superior, as our boss, because that's the way that we usually frame things. 
And, uh, and if we're honest with ourselves, most of us, if you work in a, with a corporation or a business where you have superiors, um, your relationship with your superior um, is, is very, very delicate, right? Most of us struggle in, at times with our relationships with our bosses, um, even if we have good ones, a good relationship with our, our boss, we still wonder, well, what are their motives? What, you know, they, they can do whatever they want to me technically. You know, there's, there's nervousness there. Um, that's why it's always a big deal in it whenever you uh, have a, a group of coworkers and one of the, that group gets promoted to being the boss, uh, immediately the dynamics change. Uh, the dynamics of uh, the, of within that working group change because all of a sudden now it's not just a coworker, it's your boss, and and I think we've got to be careful of viewing Jesus as our boss. Jesus is he is our coworker. Now he chooses to take that position, right? He has every right uh, to be. Uh, to, to lord over us and to function as a dictator, right? He has the right to do that, but he chooses to engage with us in a different way. And whenever I think about this passage where Jesus is talking about us taking our his yoke upon us, again, think about what a yoke is. If, you, if you're not sure, Google it. It's Y-O-K-E. And uh, usually what you view whenever you think of a, a yoke is you think of two oxen who are connected around the neck with what's called the yoke. And the yoke goes around uh, the one oxen, goes around its neck, and then it kind of goes a- across and, and maintains a connection and then goes o- over the neck of the other oxen. And so it allows them to work together. Um, and you can get so much more done. It was so much more efficient, right, to have two oxen working together to plow the field, to, to, to move the uh, lumber, whatever it may have been. And, and having them yoked together um, was a huge benefit. I think sometimes what we kind of view when we hear this passage is we view it as Jesus is the guy back there with the whip. And he's guiding us and pointing us and telling us what to do, right? You need to plow this straight line, and or you need to hook up to this uh, fallen log and drag it out of the way. And he's back there guiding us, and and maybe he's a gentle guide, right? He's he's nice, he loves us, he cares about us, but he's still back there calling all the shots. Well, the ex- analogy that Jesus is actually giving is one where he's actually right beside us, yoked with him in a sense, where we are working together. That we know, hey, we don't have to go through life alone. And Jesus isn't just kind of sitting off um, to the side just telling us what to do. No, he's actually walking through life with us. So when we go through and have a horrible day, guess who's right there with us? experiencing that horrible day with us that's right jesus is you know whenever we are having to overcome uh, doubt or overcome suffering or pain he's not back there with us just saying hey why don't you read this passage or here's a here's a tip for getting over that no he's actually going through it with us 
You know, and whenever we start thinking about it that way, maybe we can start finding some rest. You know, most of us don't think of, uh, uh, of something that is restful when we think of our relationship with our boss. We don't think, oh man, that, that puts, us, puts us in a relaxing uh, mood. And if we view Jesus as our boss or as the one who's uh, back there with the reins, we may struggle to find rest. But when we realize, no, Jesus is right there beside us, giving us strength, walking with us, helping us, Whenever we can't do our part, stepping up, pulling us along. Maybe that can give us some rest in our souls. That we know we don't have to do this alone. You don't have to go through life alone. Jesus is right there beside you. I encourage you to get some rest in Him. Allow Him to give you rest for your soul. Thank you for joining us today. We'll talk to you next week.